Have you ever dreamed of one day owning your own business, but just don't know where to begin? Then you've tuned into the right show. On All Things Franchising, you will hear from top national franchisers, successful franchisees, attorneys, CPAs, and others who support this fast-growing business model. So grab a cup of coffee and pen and notepad because you will want to capture the invaluable information you hear on today's show. And now, here is your host, Linda Ballesteros. Hey folks, welcome to All Things Franchising. This is Linda Ballesteros. I'm your host today. Thanks so much for carving some time out of your busy day to spend with me. Today we're going to be talking about the home health care market. Um, I recently read an article that said the U.S. home health care market is projected to grow over 7% annually from $103 billion in 2018, which was just a few years ago, to $173 billion by the year 2026. This is outpacing the growth in other care-type uh, care industries. It went on to say the key driver, driving factor here is the, in the growth is the increasing number of chronic diseases. So as, this is terrible to say, but as the U.S. population not only gets, a lot of us get older, but um, we are maybe not as healthy as what we should be, then, they, then we need more care. So today my guest is Terry McGee. And Terry is, has 20 years in franchise, uh, franchise development, and he leverages that knowledge to help Comfort Care expand their brand. Comfort Care is a medical and non-medical home care provider assisting primarily seniors with the activities of daily living. So please help me in welcoming Terry to the show. Hey, Terry, how are you today? Hi, Linda. Thank you for having me on today. Absolutely. So, you know, 20 years in franchising, I am sure that you have a wealth of knowledge there, Terry. Before we start talking about comfort care, tell me a little bit about your background and what drew you to franchising. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, I think like a lot of people, you know, most of us that that end up in franchising and, and franchise development, we somehow fall backwards into it and uh, end up loving it and never coming out of it. And that's really been my career. Uh, 20 plus years of, uh, of franchise development, uh, really all of it in the service end of the industry as well. Um, our umbrella that we fit into is the service industry and then a little branch of it for comfort care is obviously the in-home senior care. Uh, but I've also represented other franchisors in handyman painting, sign and graphics, uh, and a variety out there that all fit into the service industry. And I've been in the, the VP of development role for a while uh, as well. And uh, just like you said, uh, a wealth of information that I, I feel I can bring to the table and helping candidates when they come through the process. Sure. You know, and the, one of the things that I love doing on this show is to introduce the audience to different types of industries that have embraced the franchise model. And it, you know, I, I keep saying over and over again, this is not just burgers and fries anymore. So um, talk to me now a little bit about what do you do for comfort care? 
Well, for Comfort Care, I uh, manage our development team. So currently I have um, two directors uh, that work with um, our candidates uh, throughout the United States. Uh, I ha also have a lead qualifier uh, that handles the incoming leads, and we take them through a brief qualification process before we hand them over to the directors. And I oversee the department, so I handle everything from our discovery days to the lead generation, uh, and again, working with the team uh, individually and as a group, as a team. Mm -hmm. So when we're talking about comfort care, um, in the introduction, I mentioned that it is a medical and a non-medical home care provider. Um, what What is the difference there? What are the different types of services that fall under those two categories? Yeah, there, there's definitely a few out there, and, and some of the other uh, franchises in this industry tend to specialize in one or the other, and we're one of the few that do both ends of it. So the services that we do provide, again, that we, we say non-medical and, and uh, medical, is going to be companion and personal care, which typically ends up falling in that non-medical category. Uh, but as you mentioned earlier, we uh, work with clients with um, chronic disease management, long-term long care issues. We have some great programs for dementia and Alzheimer uh, clients. And also one of the, the big features that we offer is skilled nursing care, or what's called PDN or private duty nursing as well, which re requires an additional license and certification. So from our perspective, we really cover all ends of the spectrum when it comes to medical and non-medical care. Yeah, that is very unique, Terry, um, to, to be able to offer all of those. Now, when you're talking about you offer assistance with dementia and Alzheimer's, does that mean that, that the uh, client gets to stay in their home during that time? They do, yes. Um, they, they would stay in their home, and that's uh, probably because we're an in-home care model. Uh, so the, the caregivers would be going to their homes, and the, the, one of the programs we have is called DementiaWise, uh, which is recognized um, nationally, a nationally recognized program, and we're the leader in that. Uh, so they get to go in there and work with the, uh, the clients one-on-one. -on -one and work with them with some of the dementia and Alzheimer care, absolutely. Mm -hmm. and, and that's wonderful because my father had Alzheimer's, and I know what a struggle that was, especially during those years, um, my mother trying to care for him, and then you know, it, it just got to be too much. So that is certainly uh, a service that is, is I want to say it's in high demand, but my guess is not a lot of people know that they have that option. It's very true. Uh, unfortunately, uh, the amount of cases uh, for dementia and Alzheimer's just continues to grow at a really a staggering figure. And having a, a company like ours, a franchise like ours with caregivers uh, that can go in and, and work in the home with somebody really takes a lot of the burden off the family. And that, that is something mm -hmm. we try to do. Uh, our mission, and you'll hear, probably hear me say this a couple times today, is to help people live their best life possible. When you look at the services mm -hmm. we provide, you're going into a home and you're, you're taking care of clients that are, they have issues, they have problems that they need help with. And if we can put that a little bit of a smile on their face and then also again, help the family take some of that, that, that burden that they have to deal with on a daily basis off their plate, uh, that's, it's one of the most gratifying things you can have as a franchise owner. Oh, certainly. Absolutely. Well, folks, before I ask this next question, I want to set it up by saying this is November the 13th 
of 2020. So we know that we are all still facing, um, we're, we're in the pandemic. Not sure where we are, but I do know that it's impacting our lives. So, Terry, with that being said, how has the service uh, how has the service changed taking care of your clients during this period of time? Well, one of the things that uh, we're, we're very happy to say is that the the service really hasn't gone down. Uh, I think like anybody else out there, when, when COVID hit, uh, other systems, other franchises in all different industries, you know, things slowed down a little bit. But for us, you know, we're an essential brand and the care that we provide it doesn't matter what's going on in the world. It still is there and it's, 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 a, it's continuing to grow. So the things that changed quite honestly was really just our approach going into the home, just being a little more cautious, you know, uh, wearing a mask like is, is mandated around the country in a, in a lot of states, um, obviously, you know, protective um, uh, gloves and, and ch- checking temperatures before we go in. So just from a care side, our, our caregivers, when they go in, are taking the extra little extra precautions just in case you know we don't want obviously Mm -hmm. to have a situation with somebody having covid and going into a home so we're checking on a regular basis to make sure otherwise we really didn't change and that that was a a very good thing for our system we did not see uh that we didn't see that dip that other other type of businesses had Mm -hmm. i would also think that during this time you know, maybe maybe your your clients didn't have as many visitors from family, so it was even more important for your caregivers to show up. You, that is absolutely the truth, right there. And and again, going back to our mission statement, uh, help somebody live their best life possible. It, it, that that is that little piece of us going that extra step. And those are the case. You know, everybody has probably some sort of. Uh, what I say triggering event in their life or or situation where, you know, as an example for me, my parents are, you know, older and I haven't been able to see them very much because of COVID. In Mm -hmm. cases like this, we're able to send a caregiver into a home, to your point, that probably is not getting visitors. They're not seeing their family other than who might they might be living with. And now we're able to go in there and put a little bit of a smile on their face, just somebody else for them to talk to. It kind of goes to that companion care side, even if we're doing the medical part of it. Our caregivers are there to make them feel good, to talk to them, uh, even just tell stories, um, talk about the world, you know, and those are the things that they they are are definitely lacking and that we can provide while we give care. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, I love that because like I said, my father had Alzheimer's. He's He has since passed, but I know how important it was to have that bit of interaction, even if they said the same thing three or four times in the last 30 minutes. It's really important. So, Terry, let's talk now a little bit about the franchise opportunity. When, when you're looking for franchisees, um, clearly at some point – you may be looking for nurses that may be licensed to deliver some of the services. But generally speaking, what is a good franchisee for Comfort Care? You know, probably first and foremost, and as soon as I, I typically say this to people, they seem like, oh, that's an obvious one. But it is probably one of the more critical ones. We do look for people that care. 
uh, going into mm-hmm. this, you know, you mentioned your your father. I've had um, my grandmother who went through cancer has since passed. My father-in-law was uh, had dementia. He has passed as well. Um, having the ability, having somebody as a franchisee that can work with these families that they care. And that's probably the simplest way I could put it. They care for the individual. They care for the families. They're there to make a difference in the community. I always kind of joke with our, our incoming, our new franchisees and tell them, you know, whether it's three months, six months, or, or five years in business, if, they're, if you're walking down the street and they don't know you by name, but they know you as the comfort care owner, that's when you've mm. made it in a community because the community right. knows that you care. Um, so mm. that's probably one of the, the biggest ones we look for. Uh, quite honestly, our backgrounds are all over the place. We have C-level engineers, IT people, but again, that common thread is they want to make a difference in a community. A lot of them had a triggering event like we have talked about here, your, your father having dementia, my father-in-law having it. That usually draws them into it. Um, outside of that, though, we, we do look for people that have – you know, a little bit, probably I'd say an outgoing personality uh, that, that can go out and network and market in a community. Uh, not cold calling, we don't do that, but being able to go to the Chamber of Commerce and networking groups and leads groups is a big thing to spread the word. Um, somebody that maybe has a little bit of experience managing some people, um, they're going to, you know, the, you're going to have a couple, you know, staff members originally, and then you have all these caregivers that'll be out there working it. So you got to be able to manage some people from time to time. Um, but, uh, you know, really other than that, you know, that again, it goes just right back to the big one, somebody that cares, somebody that's going to make a difference mm-hmm. in the community. Sure. So say I am an IT person, came out of corporate, and I've chosen Comfort Care, and I'm really excited. I have that compelling story that connects me with it. What kind of training are, can I from you? Yeah, the training is is phenomenal. Uh, we we give them a couple weeks of tra- you know. Well, I, I was going to say in person training, but it's vir- vir- virtual training currently. Um, mm-hmm. There is a, a a pre onboarding or pre training process they go through. Um, if and part of our you know the training process is to cover you know everything. Quite honestly, it's the operational side, the marketing, the caregivers, hiring of caregivers. Um, how to work in that local community. We also have uh, an individual that works directly uh, with the franchisee if they're in a licensed state. Um, some states do require a, a specific license to operate uh, a care, an in-home care model and a medical model. Um, so f- really, quite honestly, the day they sign their franchise agreement, they'll be in contact with that person who is going to take them step by step on how to get their you know, license, how to go through the, the entire process basically taking a lot of that burden off that a lot of the guessing a lot of you know creating the wheel type uh, process we really are handing them the the whole playbook and walking them right through it mm-hmm. now is this a home-based business or is it um, do you advise that they get an, a small office somewhere yeah, they we do re- request a small office. Uh, it doesn't have to be obviously anything retail. This is more, you know, a, um, offsite business model, executive model, um, office type thing. Because what they're, they're going to have are you know the caregivers coming and going, um, whether it's for training, picking up paychecks, um, and some states based on their licensing do require that anyway. So we put that in. What we found over the years, uh, well, I think when we originally started this. 20 years ago, um, we did it as a pure home base, but eventually every owner was moving into that executive type office anyway. Mm-hmm. So we just went ahead and made that as a mandatory process. 
Sure, sure. So now I'm set up. I've got my office. What's the next step? Do I look for a couple of admin employees or do I start interviewing caregivers? What's next? It's going to be a little bit of both. I mean, we we what we focus on it's a, it's a, a you know low small staff model. Uh, you'll have two full time and maybe one part time person, and then it's a part of it. it, it you know, use use the example of a, an IT person. Um, you know, if it's somebody that really has you know doesn't have much of the sales and marketing side, and they're maybe a little uncomfortable with it, well, we look to have them bring on somebody that could help them in that capacity, um, more uh, somebody that's operations minded, admin minded. Um, and again, depending on the state, um, might require that they have a nurse on staff, uh, not somebody that's full time, mm -hmm. but it could be somebody that is a part time employee, but also does some uh, the caregiver work as well. Uh, again, it mm -hmm. does vary by state, uh, but part of that uh, training process is we guide you through on, on what's required uh, for your individual franchise in that market. Mm -hmm. So at that point, I, I'm come out of IT. So. I don't know anything about how do I get my first clients? Who do I connect with? Are there per referral partners that you su um, suggest that your franchisees connect with? Yeah, we do have a national accounts program uh, that they'll automatically be, uh, you know, in, involved in that rate from the start. So we'll get them connected with uh, our national providers in their uh, specific territory. Uh, we also have um, FBCs or franchise business consultants. Uh, they're positioned all around the country. Um, they would typically be in market with them uh, to help with that initial um, networking, relationship building. Uh, we're doing a lot of that virtually now, as as they will be doing a bunch of it. A bunch of it virtually as well, uh, but we really quite honestly hold their hand through that process right out of the gate. Uh, we know all the tips and tricks and where to go, who to talk to, and we'll we'll hold their hand through that process to help them do that. Mm -hmm. Now, when we're looking at um, territories, of course, territories is um, it, it varies. It varies from one franchise to the other. Mm -hmm. What does a territory with comfort care look like? Yeah, we look at a couple different um, areas or, or basically uh, categories of demographics. Um, our, our target range in population is around 200, 300,000 uh, in population. Uh, they are done by zip code, I should say, zip code-based territories. Uh, we look for our senior population to be in the 25,000 to 35,000 range. And then we also look at the uh, income level, household income level. So we want to you know, see a good chunk of that uh, be at or above 75,000. And then one last one, we always look for a hospital, a couple hospitals in that market, because uh, that's where we're going to see some of the, you know, when their uh, clients are, well, I should say at the time, patients are being released from the hospital that are going to need the in-home care. Those become referral sources, and the people within the hospital become referral sources. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we're getting ready to turn the corner here. Um, leaving 2020 behind us and not real sure what 2021 has in store for us. But what do you, what do you foresee for the future of comfort care in 2021? You know, I'm, I'm very excited about the direction of comfort care. Uh, we, you know, it, one of the, the obvious factors, which you brought up right in the beginning of the show here is the, um, the amount of the population turning the age of 65. It's obviously just getting bigger and bigger every single year, pretty much every single day. So the, and there's more and more 
cases of people requiring in-home care than being in a hospital in facilities. So that's obviously helping our individual franchisees and their markets. Um, so, you know, really sky's the limit for us. We're going to continue to grow. Um, from a development side, we have, uh, as of today, uh, we've brought in uh, the most franchises in history of our brand. Uh, so there is the need. There is, um, you know, the growth uh, pattern there that we're going to see more franchisees coming in. And a lot of that, again, has to do with the, the environment, uh, what's, what's mm -hmm. out there, the growth of the senior industry, and the need for in-home care. You know, as I said at the top of the show, that it's in um, the need for this is because of the chronic diseases out there. But, you know, just recently, Terry, I heard on the news where a lot of the people that are recovering from COVID-19 are having long-lasting um, health challenges from that. Do you see that that's going to be a, a another segment that you, you're – caregivers would be able to help with, not just seniors? No, absolutely. And, and you know, the majority of our clients are going to be in that senior um, space, mm -hmm. we'll call it, at the, from the age range. But some of that, the, the chronic disease that we mentioned, the long-term care, can also be people that are younger, uh, somebody that could have been in a, uh, say, a very bad car accident that needs some long-term care. Mm -hmm. Um, also in the, with some disease management. So COVID is something that we're keeping our eyes on. Um, we have, uh, you know, with our franchisees, with our operations team, with our, our business consultants, that is something that we're conscious of and we're keeping a very tight eye on to, make, to see if that is going to be something that we need to do. Yeah. Um, the other day I even heard that some of the recovering patients are having mental challenges as well. Um, it, and, and we don't know where it's going because it's so new. Yeah, it's unfortunate. I think that's where a lot of people, uh, you know, even us included, we're learning. We're, we're seeing how this yep. is affecting not only, you know, the United States but the world. And the great thing with our brand is we tr we're, we're a step ahead of it. At least, we, you know, we like to think we are. Uh, and I, I, I say that positively because we're – one of the things that we're doing, you know, we, let's just talk COVID as in general, you know, where – COVID hits back a couple months ago, things start going crazy, and, and a lot of businesses kind of, you know, went straight ahead and ran into that brick wall, and they didn't know what to do. The great thing about our team, and this is, is a testament to the, the team we have, we go, we might bounce off that wall that first time, but we figure out going left or right or over that wall and figure out how to get around it. And some of the, again, that deals with, with how COVID was affecting everything and what we did to adjust, um, which allowed us to really not skip a beat with our, our franchisees. So that, that's very mm -hmm. encouraging from our side going forward. Absolutely. And folks, if you're listening and you are um, looking at maybe different franchise opportunities, it's so critical to find out exactly how and have the conversation with any franchisor how did they support their franchisees during this time? Um, and to be honest with you, Terry, if somebody is trying to do this on their own independently and they're out there running a mom-and-pop home health care, I don't see how they could have kept up with all the changes. They were changing daily, what, weren't they? 
It, it was. It was absolutely changing daily. Uh, one, again, some of the great thing with our team, uh, we ha would have an update. Uh, and we still re have fairly regular updates that goes uh, as out to the network, uh, and it's as simple as a COVID update. What is it um, from a regulation standpoint, the health departments, um, and then right down to the business side where we were assisting uh, some of our owners with uh, PPE. Uh, so we're, we're able yeah. to help there. Uh, so though, though being, if you try to do this on your own, it, it, like you said, it's virtually impossible to keep up with everything mm -hmm. and run your business at the same time. When you have a mm -hmm. system like ours, that has been around as long as we have with the resources we have and the staff we have that that's unbelievable, you know, the amount of experience, several hundred years of experience with our team members. Um, we, we take, a, take a lot of that off their plate and, and run it for them. And quite honestly, like I said, do a quick COVID update, uh, broadcast email that gives them, here's the update for the day. This might be what's coming down from the administration in your state. Here's links to different programs, articles, like an example, the PPE. Uh, we give them all those resources and guide them through it. Yeah, all of that is so important, especially in a crisis, because in a crisis, um, it, it's just hard to, to know what, what, is, what is the next step, you know, because there's so many things being thrown at you. What is the next step? I'll tell you what, Terry, I need to take a, a quick commercial break, but I would love to hear some of your stories if you've got if you've got a story that you could share with us when we come back from commercial break. Absolutely, that sounds great. Wonderful. Well, folks, we're going to be right back from this after this commercial break with more from Terry McGee with Comfort Care. House Talk Radio. Join Tony and Wendy Gambone on House Talk Radio where they talk all things house. From tips on home repairs and remodeling to best practices on buying and selling a home, hiring contractors, home loans, and insurance, as well as decorating ideas and how to get the most bang for your buck. If you would like more information about House Talk Radio, go to housetalkradio.com. Tune in every Thursday morning at 9 a.m. to Tough Talk Christian Radio with Tony Gambone. Tough Talk Christian Radio is for those who want to share and receive expressions of faith that will help you take the next step in your relationship with Christ. Listen in to hear from others about their experiences of faith and the love of Christ. Call in to share your experiences at 347-989-1363. Learn more by going to toughtalkchristianradio.com. Are you dreaming of owning your own business but just don't know where to begin? The wait is now over. Linda Ballesteros is a catalyst to becoming a business owner through franchising. Whether you are looking to create a living that will allow you to leave corporate America, change your lifestyle, allowing you to enjoy the fun things in life, or if you're looking to build a legacy that will support your family for years to come, contact Linda today to start the process of being your own boss. Linda at EmpowerFranchiseConsulting.com, 832-640-4922. Hey folks, welcome back to All Things Franchising. We're here with Terry McGee from Comfort Care. We're talking about the home health uh, care industry. Terry, before you share your story, uh, if someone's interested in knowing more about Comfort Care, where would they go? How would they find more information? Yeah, there's uh, a couple different ways you can do it. Um, one very simple is our website. You can go to comfortcare.com. 
and you can uh, read up on and obviously the the brand itself um, from the consumer side and then obviously click through into the franchise uh, portion of it that'll get you a lot more detail of being uh, an individual owner with us um, also they they can contact me directly um, my uh, email is pretty simple uh, it's tmcgee at bestlifebrands.com uh, or somebody could call me directly as well uh, my phone number is 248 781-8825. Wonderful. So you had a story to tell us. I can't wait to hear this one. Yeah, so, you know, I, I actually I'm going to I'm going to give two examples because I I think there's two uh two kind of stories that that show showcase our brand. Um, one, when we talk about how our caregivers, uh, and again, back to my mission statement, I think I've repeated it maybe four times now, help somebody lead their best life possible. Um, we have a a uh, client of ours out in uh, Colorado, the, uh, out in Denver. Uh, gentleman's, uh, he's older, uh, getting some care done at home. And this will, uh, for you football fans out there, you, the reference will hit home right away. Uh, back in the day, he played football at Ohio State. And he played for the Hall of Fame legendary coach, Woody Hayes. So our caregiver there, she comes in, she, she works with this gentleman on a regular basis. He loves to tell stories uh, about playing football at Ohio State uh, at the Shoe. That's their stadium. They call it the Shoe. Uh, and he loves to tell stories. So what she did just to go that extra little step, and when we talk about what sets us apart from a lot of our competition and what we look for in owners is, is, is caring, a caring individual that wants to do good for a community. She went and did a little research. She learned uh, about Ohio State, about Woody Hayes. So when she comes in, she can talk to, the, to this client and she can ask him questions mm -hmm. and she might, you know, did a little bit of a research. Or if Ohio State has played over the weekend, she can come in and actually talk about the game. And it just goes to that, back to that point, it puts a smile on his face. And what you brought up earlier, for people that uh, are in home getting care, uh, maybe because of COVID, they're not getting the visitors that they used to, this is just that little bit extra that puts a smile on this person's face. Now, Absolutely. The, and and it's just it was just a little research. I mean, it, it, didn't, it, it probably didn't take her 10 minutes to do that. Absolutely. And what was really great, this is a, a great caregiver of ours. It was, she did it on her own. It wasn't, you know, a, a franchisee, the owner saying, mm -hmm. hey, you should go do this. She just figured out, right. she said, you know, that, that's the type of people we bring in. That's the type of people that we hire. Makes a big difference out there. Sure. Um, the other example that I wanted to give or other story, actually, it's personal. It, it's for me. Um, I mentioned my grandmother and my father-in-law. So, again, my grandmother passed away uh, from cancer several years ago and my father-in-law from dementia. Well, in both cases, I, I, I live down uh, in Cincinnati. My family is up in the Detroit area. And in both cases, we had to get some in-home care uh, for our family. And we brought in a comfort care. And, mm -hmm. you know, the, and that's, a, 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 there's the triggering event that I mentioned where this is where we get a lot of our franchisees. Part of what attracted me to come work for Comfort Care is I had a triggering event. I had cases where this happened and I know what the individual goes through. I know what we went through as a family. And if there's anything that we can do, and for me on the, on the development side, helping bring in franchisees that can just do that little bit extra to help that individual and to help that family um, makes me feel good. Uh, but that, those are a couple quick stories that I could give. Yeah. And, you know, Terry, when you're talking to someone and you can say, I've been there, I've been there and really connect with them. 
it makes a really big difference. This is not like selling cards. This is a caring industry. And like you said in the beginning, it has to start with that. That is the foundation. I 100% agree. And, you know, it's it's funny when we do our discovery days, uh, we're, you know, doing them virtually now. And when we bring up, because I, I, I do, when I do the introduction for discovery day, I talk about that triggering event and that I had it. You can, uh, on the virtual, and then if we're doing them in person at some point again, you just see in the room the heads nodding. Because whether they yeah. realized it or not at the time, they everybody has a triggering event. Now, it could have been very close and personal. It could be a family member. It could be a neighbor that went through it or, or a friend. And that ends up what, what attracts them to a business like ours. And, and again, being able to give back to a community and to help people like that is is a very gratifying opportunity. And then to be able to own a business doing it, it just makes it that much better. Oh, definitely, definitely. Well, Terry, we're down to those final three questions. The first one is, if there is someone listening who's considering purchasing a franchise, what would you suggest they do to prepare for the process? Well, yeah, I, I think there's probably a couple things, you know, from doing this for as long as I have. One of the things that I always try to tell people is uh, don't kill yourself in this. And what I mean by that is there are, and you mentioned it earlier, there are so many franchise opportunities out there now uh, that it can be overwhelming, mind-boggling, a data just below that you, you, you can't take in the amount of information that's out there. So I always tell people try to, whether you're, on your own working to find a, find a business or working with somebody like yourself, try to get it narrowed down to a couple different brands. And, and also, in a lot of cases, I always tell people, try not to look at three, four, five different in-home senior care models because it's going right. to be hard to separate one from the other. So I always tell people, try to, right. try to narrow it down. That'd be one of the things to do. And then one of the, one of the big ones, and it kind of ties into something you said earlier as well, that we've really kind of added to, to, for us as well as we talk to clients or candidates, is when you're, when you're looking at an individual franchise as an opportunity, make sure you're digging into the support. Okay, you're gonna, yep. they're going to bring you through this, the process. They're going to train you. You're going to go out to your market. What happens next? And obviously, what you mentioned earlier, with COVID hitting, now what did that franchisor do during COVID? Did they help? Did they just shut down and not do anything? Obviously, we jumped right ahead into this and really helped our franchisees out. So I, I always tell you, make sure when you're, put, you're investing into a franchise, you're getting something back out of it. And we're very confident with the, the team we have, the years of experience, the programs, the features, that overall level of support, field support and additional training, you know, they'll be happy with what they see with ours. But those are, those are probably two of the big things I tell people when they're looking at a franchise. Yeah, most definitely. And I believe those are going to be, those type of questions are going to be on that list that mm -hmm. anyone that is looking and doing their research around franchising if you don't have a question on there that points back to how uh, the leadership team supported the franchisees, if you don't have that question on your list, you need to add it because that, that is a huge indicator. As you said, that's a huge indicator as to who you're working with here. So the second question Absolutely. here is what are two traits? And I know you've mentioned uh, we've talked a little bit about this, but what are two traits 
that make a successful franchisee? Uh, for Comfort Care, I, yeah, as I mentioned earlier, the number one uh, is going to be somebody that cares. Uh, you, you are working with families, with individuals that are going through a trying time, going through medical issues. Um, you know, and again, I, I, mentioned, I say the family and the, the client that you're going to be working with because uh, as you and I both have the experience with dementia, it can be, a, you know, it's brutal, obviously, on the individual going through dementia. It's very mm -hmm. tough on the family as well. And having a, right. a caregiver and then a franchisee obviously working from the top end of it that really does care, that will go that extra mile to help those individuals out, that's the, that's the person we need. Okay? People like mm -hmm. to do business with people they trust. They're going mm -hmm. to continue to do business with people that care. And that, that's, yes. that's number one. Um, number two, as I mentioned, uh, maybe a little jokingly here, it's a little bit outgoing uh, individual. Not, again, not somebody that needs to be able to go door-to-door -door selling. We absolutely do not do that. But somebody that just can, you know, quickly give that 30-second elevator speech that uh, people heard the term. You know, how, you know, in 30 seconds, tell me about your business. If you're at a networking event, uh, being able to just strike up that conversation with somebody and tell them what you do, spread the word. Um, those are two probably good key characteristics that we look for. And obviously the, some of the other sides, some business experience and, you know, wh what their backgrounds are, but those are probably the two uh, top ones that we look for. Yeah, most definitely. Um, and I, I know that we talked a little bit earlier about what the future for comfort care looks like, but what do you, in general, what do you see the future of franchising look like? In my opinion, I think it's just going to get bigger and bigger. It continues to grow. Uh, we continue to get more and more franchise, more and more companies developing into a franchise. Um, and uh, the, with COVID, with just things in general, there's more and more people that are looking to create their own wealth, create a legacy for their family. Maybe people that are just done working in a corporate environment has, and they've done it for years and finally say, you know what, I'm going to do something that is going to reward me and my family. Uh, so we see a lot of individuals that come through that have that triggering event, number one. Uh, and then number two, they're just, you know, simply put, they say, I am sick of working in corporate America. I want to work for my mm -hmm. own or I want to, again, do this to and bring my, you know, I've got a couple of kids that are graduating college and bring them into this, into the business with me and, and create a family business that that I so I continue to see that the franchising industry is going to get stronger and stronger every year right you know when I, I left a 30 plus year career in banking and when I left um, my boss had said why are you leaving and I said or what are you going to do that's what he said what are you going to do and I said I don't know but it has to be more purposeful and I think that that is what Comfort Care offers is uh, to be able to tap into an industry that at the end of the day, you feel, feel like you made a difference. And that's important at some point. I, and I, I agree with that 100%. Um, making a difference out there is, you know, is something that is very big with our system with our franchisees um, I think that's what attracts so many people to our business uh, and other ones that are in this in this space as well in the in the senior mm -hmm. sector um, it is definitely something that that we take pride in uh, and you know it, it, there's a funny way we've kind of worded this before that take care of the families and the money will follow 
And mm-hmm. very simple on that one. It's just you go out there, and if you're if you don't look at a client with a dollar sign as they're they're the you know this is how my business is going to go. If you look at them and say I'm going to take care of this person. I'm going to yeah. take care of this family. That's what makes the difference out there, and that's what makes a good franchisee in our system. Yeah, very well said, well said. Terry, we're down at the end of the show. Uh, again, if someone is listening and they'd like more information about Comfort Care, can you tell them where to go? Yes. Um, so, again, go to our website. Uh, you can obviously learn quite a bit there. We just actually, uh, our, our new website, just re- uh, we launched it. Um, a couple months ago. Uh, that's comfortcare.com. And again, there'll be a section uh, for the consumer side. So obviously, if you have uh, a, a family member or somebody that needs some care, uh, it'll give you some information there. And then obviously, you can click into our franchise section, which will get you information on, on becoming a franchise owner in our system. Uh, you can also contact me directly. Again, my name is Terry McGee, VP of Development and uh, Franchise Development. And my phone number is 248 248- Seven eight one eight eight two five, and my email address is tmcgee at bestlifebrands.com. Wonderful. Terry, thanks again for taking time out of your busy day on this Friday the 13th in 2020, and we made it through it. So I appreciate you joining us. Well, thank you very much. I really enjoyed being on here today, and um, have a great weekend. Thanks so much. So, folks, you know, I'm always, like I said, I always want to show you opportunities that may be a little bit different. So as you heard today, we, we've talked to home health care agencies in the past, but you hear today that comfort care is a little bit different. It's a little bit different in that it has both a medical and a non-medical um, aspect to it. So if you're looking for something that makes a difference in people's lives and you're able to um, walk away at the end of the day, go home and really feel good about the work that you did, we would definitely want you to check out Comfort Care. As always, I'm going to leave you with a quote. This is a Jim Rohn quote. One person caring about another represents life's greatest values. That's what Comfort Care teaches. One person caring about another represents life's greatest values. Folks, thanks so much for joining me today on All Things Franchising. We'll see you next time. Another great episode of All Things Franchising is now in the books. You can listen to past shows by following All Things Franchising on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you for joining us today. And be sure not to miss us next time when we bring you a brand new episode of All Things Franchising.